Welcome to another edition of Len's Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush this week. So back last year, episode two, I did an episode, No More Acronyms. Stop with the shortening of everything. It's something I truly have a strong distaste for. I can't even say it. Uh, If you've listened to me at all during the last year, you know you get it. You get that feeling that I just don't like it. It's a whole new language that everyone doesn't understand. Not everybody understands. It's just, it's kind of interesting. And companies are continuing along those lines as well. So I'm watching TV last week, and James Corden is on a commercial. You know, the guy from Carpool Karaoke, does the late night. Well, he's got a commercial. He apparently lost a, a little bit of weight, and he's lost it, what, what I thought was a, a Weight Watchers commercial, uh, the weight loss company. But at the end, James finishes and says he lost weight with WW. And I'm like, really? We can't even say Weight Watchers anymore? We have to say WW. I mean, we've had this for many years. We've had Kentucky Fried Chicken is just now KFC, right? And now Dunkin' Donuts, my, one of my favorite places, right? I mean, they, they, the donuts is what created the company. And now it's just running on Dunkin', right? Just Dunkin'. I don't understand. The donuts are what is the big deal. Uh, did you also know that Starbucks was actually Starbucks coffee, tea, and spices before it became Starbucks. Now, I get that. Maybe it's a little bit long. Also, A&P Supermarkets on the East Coast was Atlantic and Pacific Tea Company. So I understand why you would want to shorten that. But really, Weight Watchers? We can't say Weight Watchers, WW. Hewlett-Packard, they just became HP. Motorola is now just Moto. Now, this is an old one. I'm going back a long time, and this is before my time, probably before my guest time. Uh, but Lucky Strikes, uh, the cigarettes. Remember when they advertised that? In the old days, there were, my father-in-law told me, and he's 92, he said that it was L-S-M-F-T. And that stood for Lucky Strikes means fine tobacco. So we had to have an abbreviation for that, right? Even TV shows have gotten into the act. AGT, America's Got Talent, right? The Game of Thrones was just GOT. Pardon the interruption is just PTI. Society has always been in love with the shortened names. IBM, right? MASH, CSI, Law and Order SVU. Do I now need to shorten Lens Burning Bush to just LBB? Stop the insanity. With that said, it's time to bring on my guest for the week. He is a radio legend in the city of Cincinnati, has also appeared in Minneapolis. Now is the afternoon drive talent for Classic Country 105.9, 106.7 WNKR. Let's welcome Maverick to Lens Burning Bush, or should I say LBB. Stop it, Maverick. <laughs> Stop it, please. Hold on, Len. Uh, BTW, uh, I'll BRB, okay? <laughs> LOL. I, I just don't understand. We have to show Weight Watchers. It, it's not that hard. It's just Weight Watchers. Two syllables. Come on. When you said uh, that um, he said he had lost weight through WW, I thought he lost weight with Women's World? Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. And it's like WW makes me think of like the World Wide Web, or there was the WWF originally, the wrestling, and then it became the World Wildlife Foundation, and they got mad, and it was. WWE now, Worldwide Entertainment, you know, Wrestling Entertainment, and 
I, I just, you, when you have to, when you talk in code and you have to figure it out, it's like, reminds me of the scene in Christmas Story where he's decoding uh, the, uh, what oh, he yeah. thinks was a, a separate message and it was just like, remember to drink your yes. oval yeah. tea. It's a damn commercial. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just this, we just consistently do this, but even in the workplace, you will find this to come across. You'll, you'll have something, you'll get an email, uh, and you'll, you'll see something that says like SOW, which is scope of work. Like, but you have to figure that out. Like, why can't you just write scope of work or just write, I'm, I'm, I'm putting this work together. Like, do we need all the other nonsense? That's, that's the question I have. Uh, you know, I've, <laughs> I've had many occasions where somebody has sent me either a text or an email uh, with some sort of acronym for a phrase that they were trying to communicate with me. And because I didn't want to feel stupid, uh, I would Google it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I, I do it all the time. I'll get a text, um, you know, L-M-B-O. And I didn't know, I guess that's laugh. Was it my butt off? Is that... Is, I, I don't even, you know, it's just, I got a text like that and I had, to, I had to look it up. Yes. I'm one of those as well. I have to look it up. Well, I even, uh, I communicate with a friend via um, messenger on a regular basis and they frequently use TY. And <laughs> the first time I saw that, I'm thinking, oh, what do you got, Beanie Babies? That you want me to <laughs> exactly. Ty <laughs> Beanie Babies. That's it's when I see these acronyms that I suddenly go, okay, what are they saying here? And why don't they just say it? Well, but, and it, you know, I was embarrassed to find out that TY was, oh, yeah, thank you. You mean you couldn't just say thank you? Well, exactly. And the birthday wishes, it's just like HBB. I mean, we, we talked about this on the second episode with Ryan. And we talked about that even podcast pod means play on demand so even this is shortened for something i mean yeah. even the podcast world it's just the podcast everything is you know you have uh all of this but it, it's just it's you know wheel of fortune wof there's like people talk about other stuff it's just i think we need to just slow down a little bit you know stop with it doesn't have to be that short you can i like to always put so i'm not the big shortening the text, right? I, I'll write out um, ha instead of LOL or, you know, funny or if I'm laughing or whatever. I just don't agree with any of these these things. And again, I'm just a curmudgeon and I figured bringing you on, we can discuss this because you and I were, we talked about surveys the last time you were on back uh, last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's good to have you back, by the way. Thank uh, you. Uh, because, you know, I, I, I think the fact that you're coming back means that uh, you either have nothing to do or you actually like the show. I don't know. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure this all out. But it 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 is just too much for me. And I I didn't want to just repeat an episode that I did. But when I saw that Weight Watchers commercial, it just made me just kind of cringe again. I just and and I had to bring it up in a new way. And this is the way I figured it out because it's just like Dunkin' Donuts is no longer. It's just Dunkin'. Right. That that is just frustrating because the whole idea of the company. Same with Kentucky Fried Chicken. It was because of the damn chicken. KFC, they just kind of say KFC. Nobody knows what the hell you're getting, right? Well, some of those, in the case of KFC, um, you know, I, I don't really mind that one because I think the uh, 
a, a particular generation, uh, probably going back to the 80s, uh, began to shorten that. And that's one that just makes sense. And it made so much sense that they went ahead and officially changed the name of the company to KFC because everyone knew what they were talking about. You know, just like uh, when someone says LOL now, uh, almost everyone knows. But I, uh, I struggle like you do with the idea of shortening almost everything in the way we communicate when we never really mastered communicating with one another to begin <laughs> with. I actually think we do less communicating in a more communicative way. So we've got all this technology to use, right? You and I are communicating via FaceTime and it's amazing, you know, the technology that you can do. But I think we do less of this and all we do is sit on our damn phones and type little three second Three, you know, shortened messages. And again, you got to sit there with the little orphan nanny spy ring to figure out what the hell the person is trying to say, right? I'm sitting there with the spy ring going, remember to drink your Ovaltine. That's the only thing I ever think about. <laughs> I know, I know. It, 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 it's just the things that bother me. I mean, I know it's first world problems, but this is my, this is why it's lens burning bush or uh, hopefully we don't have to change it to LBB because I don't know if I can. Maybe after I'm gone, you can call it LBB. But right now, it's still lens burning bush. Damn it! See, I don't, I don't disagree with you in this particular um, subject because of the fact that, well, I understand that a lot of this was created because of texting. Uh, and you know, trying to hit those tiny little buttons. And oh, thank God we have spell check to let us know that you know. <laughs> We don't want to use a, a four-letter curse word Yes. <laughs> when, when, in fact, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I, I, stop, I Stop telling me what it is that I don't want to say. I know. But, you know, um, I all I could think was is that, um, for one, to answer your earlier question, uh, I, you're just a BFF to me, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We've known each other for a long time. But, uh, but I, I have, uh, yeah, I have a really kind of a busy schedule, and I just knew that, uh, you know, whenever you say, "Hey, can we do this?" and I say, "Yeah, I would love to be able to do it again," uh, you're just that important to me to be oh. able to say, stop everything. Uh, let's take time to do that. So, um, you know, that it's because of the relationship that I have with you, Len, that um, it's more important to just stop for a minute and sit down and uh, have a little conversation. Absolutely. Two, two guys that just are, are just as curmudgeon as you can get. We, we just sit back and, and talk. But I, I really I that's the one that, well, there's more than one, you know, kind of what I love about, you know, doing this. But this is the, 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 the best part of it, just being able to, to to talk. You know, we don't get a chance to do this on a regular basis to talk like we should and use the telephone for what it was supposed to be invented for. And that was to make have a conversation instead of the texting or whatever. This is this is great. So I enjoy it. Um, it has brought out a lot of like old friendships uh, on the show and even new ones. You know, I've had uh, Tanya Memi on. I've had, you know, uh, Mike Dardis and Cherie Palello were on. And, and, you know, they talked about having fun on the on the show as well. So it, it is great that you um, you agreed to be on. Now, you are now doing afternoon drive in Cincinnati again. Thank goodness you're back. You were former B105, you were the member of the Traffic Twins, then you, you went to Minneapolis and found snow, uh, and now you're back, and, and we like that. So what, how's the show going in the afternoon, and how can we promote it better on Lens Burning Bush? 
Uh, well, I'm on from two until seven. It's uh, WNKR in Kentucky, WNKN, uh, which is uh, WNKR to the north, as they would say. That tower is in Middletown. And, um, you know, it's classic country. It's really the country music that um, I kind of adore. It's it's a lot of the 90s stuff that everyone really kind of misses. Uh, and I really agree. Uh, the, the country music that is now uh, what is the new country that's coming out, I mean, there there are some great songs. It's just not what I prefer to listen to. I would rather listen to uh, the classics. And I've been saying since, uh, golly, almost 1990, that why isn't anyone playing the old Whalen and Willie songs? Uh, a lot of the Johnny Cash stuff that radio stations, country radio stations anymore, are just saying, well, you know, yeah, we agree that he is one of country music's finest, but uh, yeah, we, we just can't play that stuff anymore. The audience turns it off. Well, I happen to work for somebody who owns a radio station who says, you know, I think there are a lot of people that would really love to hear that. So I get the pleasure of being able to play those songs and talk about everything that's local, uh, whether it's in northern Kentucky or whether it's on the Ohio side. You know, I, I'll, I'll talk about uh, no hitters that were thrown by uh, three no hitters yes. that were thrown back to back by uh, the Walton Verona baseball team. Um, you know, uh, they're just a multitude of stories that are out there. And I continue to look for more, too. I you know, would love for anyone that um, has any kind of a local story from some of the smaller towns, whether it's northern Kentucky or, you know, the uh, Middletown Tower shoots the signal for WNKN 105.9 all the way to Wapakoneta. So, you know, there is a, uh, a huge audience that is tuning in to hear those songs. And, you know, it's just kind of uh, what I've done for so long that I go in, settle down in the studio and just have fun with it. Well, I knew you would. And one of the things I, I, I don't like about the pop culture or pop culture of radio in particular is that we just assume that because something's new that everybody wants to listen to only the new stuff and don't want to play the old stuff. It's like going to a concert and seeing a band play, uh, an older band, and wanting to hear the classics, right? We always want to hear the classics, and they always want to come out and play some of the new stuff, right? Because they want to catch you on that. I just paid $250 for this concert. Do you think I want to hear your new stuff? I want to hear the stuff that I like. And I think we just, in the radio industry, they just assume that we like the new stuff and they forget that there's just so much other music. So funny story about that. So by you playing the older stuff, you're also going to get some of the younger people that will listen to, maybe they never heard Johnny Cash before, right? And, and maybe that's a good thing. Why should we assume, you know what happens when you assume, why should we assume that someone who is of 25 years old, they don't want to hear Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson. And, I mean, how do they know it if they've never heard it, right? They don't know that. So I'm bringing up a point because as I get to it, it's, it's taken me a long time to get there, but we'll get there. Um, the, the point I'm trying to make here is that my um, – so my nephew, my, my sister-in-law, her oldest son, this is going back when Susan and I were dating probably in the uh, early 90s, Okay. And he comes to us, and I, I, he's like 40 now, so I don't know how old he was. He's probably in his maybe teens, okay. right? And he comes up to us. He says, I just heard this new you know, artist. He's really good, and his name is Eric Clapton. <laughs> and, and, and I started to laugh because – but, again, 
the old saying, it's new to me, right? Eric Clapton yeah. has been around since the 60s, and he was 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and today it's like a, a, a new uh, radio station. The best mix of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and today, right? That is, but think about that. He, he found Eric Clapton, and God bless my kids because we listen to a lot of the older stuff, and we listen to newer stuff, and I mix it up. I think we need to do a better job of mixing it up and not just feeding you what we want to hear. We want to see the weekend and we want to, you know, whatever. I, I really can do without it, to be honest with you. But I like the older stuff, and I'm glad that you're playing the stuff that, uh, you know, don't decide for people. Let them decide whether or not they like it. Why assume that they don't? Well, you know, in all honesty, Len, uh, music is what, when we're younger, we're generally tuned into a specific uh, type of music that's going on for us at that particular time. And that's when we tend to create some of the most um, long lasting memories. And then we associate certain songs when we hear them with those good memories. And that's why, you know, you want to hear some of those old songs from way back when, when, you know, younger kids are listening to what they want to hear and they're getting their own memories uh, from as a result of listening to those songs and don't really want to associate them with your mom or dad's uh, memories. And so I understand that. It's just that for 30 years now, like I said, it's been since 1990 when I thought somebody should be playing classic country hits because they were already beginning to play the old rock and roll hits from the doo-wop yeah. stuff back in the 50s all the way through the 60s and the early 70s stuff. And, um, you know, it's like it has to be the same for country, but it isn't really until now that somebody has said, you know, turn that on because, oh, my gosh, there are those days when, uh, you know, I, I have played uh tammy wynette stand by your man and you know hearing that come through my headphones and you know at the end of the song uh, i come on and say i know you were singing along to this <laughs> it's the truth because there was just there was just something about that uh that song itself even though oh god lover there's a lot of twang in that song but the the uh, the heartfelt feeling and the things that uh, a song like that will take you back to maybe one of the first few times that you heard that is just undoubtedly one of the best feelings you can have when you hear that kind of song that you haven't heard forever. Right, and and you know I'm I get that way with uh, some BG stuff like the the original stuff. So in 1975, I remember riding up into the mountains in my in the backseat of my you know father's he had a rental car at the time. And we were going up to the mountains in, in the Catskill region because that was the law that you had to do that in the summer. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, I, um, I'm sitting in the back seat and I heard Jive talking on the radio for the first time in like 1975. Yeah. And yeah. I got to be honest, every time I hear the song, it takes me back to when I was seven years old. And it is such a great, I mean, you hear that beat and the way that they play it. And certain songs can just bring you right back. I mean, if you hear Johnny Cash or, you know, um, you mentioned Willie Nelson, uh, you know, there's so many hits. Um, but, you know, there's some that you remember from Willie Nelson that, you know, even uh, someone who didn't listen to Willie in the 60s and 70s, but late 70s, he got popular again, you know, on the road again. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, it was. He did a lot of stuff, but it was like uh, there's a lot of stuff that he did. I, I just enjoy music in general, and I think we shouldn't limit ourselves to just what's new. 
mix it up a little bit, right? If you're going to go listen to your classic country stuff on your station, and if you want to hear some other stuff, you kind of mix it up or, or get a playlist together. But I, I like the idea of having the older stuff mixed in. Yeah, well, that's um, that's kind of why I do it. You know, yeah. it's 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 something that I've done for so long as far as being on the radio that uh, that part comes natural for me. And then the songs create memories that because basically I'm in a studio all by myself and for four or five hours, I'm not really in communication with anyone other than those that are actually listening to the station at that time. So I have to kind of put myself in the car with you or wherever you might be. And uh, if it's not entertaining to me, then I'm not going to be able to entertain you. So (laughs) I go in in with the idea to have a whole lot of fun and to let those songs kind of uh, bring back my own memories. Well, exactly. And not everybody in the music industry wants to continue to stay in the music industry or they want to do something different during this whole pandemic, right? Everybody's been trying to do something different and, and, and maybe some to help people. And Chris Lambert, uh, apparently, I don't know if you heard this story, but he, um, is, um, you know, he wants to get back to making music, but he's been doing a podcast. Um, so again, the podcast play on demand, right? We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll talk about that. But apparently there was, um, There was a billboard on the side of the road in California's Central Coast that led him on a detour about three years ago from a career as a singer-songwriter and recording engineer. He created a podcast about the 1996 disappearance of college freshman Christian Smart, and it took over his life. And they finally, uh, on Tuesday, the sheriff was able to arrest somebody. He credited Lambert for helping draw worldwide attention to the case and bring forward several key witnesses. The suspect, Paul Flores, and Smart were fellow freshmen at the California Polytech State Institute. Um, and, and this came about because he did an eight-part series, a podcast called Your Own Backyard. Now, he gets a lot more listeners than Lens Burning Bush. Seven and a half million downloads on Thursday. And really? think about that. And he actually caught, they caught the guy. It was like, it's kind of like America's Most Wanted now in a podcast form. But yeah, but isn't that amazing? Uh, well, you know, I'm glad that we are, have this avenue. I mean, there's so much with technology and we talk about the acronyms and it being a result of technology and possibly, you know, having to text the way we do. But um, as much as you hate it, there is a lot of good that has come oh, from it. Absolutely. There's, and it's not just the first one. So he's in the latest of, of these that have done these true crime podcasts. There's been one up and vanished was another one that led to a man confess to killing uh, Georgia beauty queen while um, serial helped a convicted murder with a new trial in Maryland. So this has been going on uh, recently. And a lot of people have been listening to these. I always get scared of the people uh, and don't let your wife ever listen to these podcasts is how to murder your husband. Or I, I've heard like stories of, of how you can murder people and get away with it. Right. That you, you want to make sure, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, it, it's pretty easy to get rid of us, but you know, let's hope they do it in a nice way. <laughs> All she has to do is ignore me, and you know, then I I end up going. I, I got to go find someplace else to hang out for a while until <laughs> uh, she cools off. Uh, absolutely. So one other thing, a kind of a sad note. Uh, I don't know if you were a fan of the TV show Adams Family back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. Well, cousin, it is no longer. Uh, Felix Cilia, who played the mysterious and hairy cousin, it. Um, he died after a battle with pancreatic cancer. And oh. it's interesting, Gil, Gil Gerard, who p- 
played uh, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Yeah. Um, he was the one who kind of uh, mentioned about it. He said he's sad to see his friend lose his cancer battle, but he says he's glad Felix is no longer suffering. Although we never saw his face on the show, Felix was extremely well known for playing uh, Cousin It on the 60s uh, sitcom. He dressed in the sunglasses and the hat kind of. Uh, he also didn't get the, the sad part is the poor guy. He was in Buck Rogers in the 25th century, but he didn't get any FaceTime there either. He was just the robot sidekick, Twicky. So <laughs> the poor guy never got on. But, you know, let's let's uh, say R.I.P. to uh, to Cousin It. See, yeah, R.I.P., I, you like the way I did that with the actor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace to uh, that. That's, that's kind of interesting. So Cousin It no longer. But one person that is around and, and kicking and doing, uh, he's trying to do good. The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, apparently yeah. wants to or is talking about it. He isn't opposed to it. So this is interesting. When somebody's not opposed to something, you kind of feel like maybe they, they want to do it. But he's talking about the idea of getting into politics. And he's had some massive support from Americans who would support him for president and Matthew McConaughey for Texas governor. It's like, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, the sad part is we've had such bad candidates over the years that we can't do much worse. I, I got to be honest. The Rock, let's go. What the heck? Matthew McConaughey, go on ahead. Ronald Reagan, remember in the scene Back to the Future? They said Ronald Reagan's president. He goes, the actor? The actor? <laughs> yeah, apparently, yes. It was Jerry Lewis, the vice president. Yeah. But <laughs> I suppose Jane Wyman is the first lady. Yeah. So I, uh, I, uh, I actually read last night where uh, Ronald Reagan sat in the theater uh, for his own uh, viewing of Back to the Future. And he actually had the projector guy stop the movie and roll it back so that he could see that line again. He thought it was so humorous. It was. And of course, Christopher Lloyd, you know, the legendary 1.21 gigawatts. How could I have been so careless, Marty? Um, you know, it's, um, but that, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll get you back here some way, but, but this is, this is the stuff that I think about, right? You know, the running for president, Matthew McConaughey, you know what I say? Go for it. We can all do all right, all right, all right. We probably get tired. There'll probably be people tired of him just like they were of anybody else, but I think it's interesting. And I have mentioned over the course of these long episodes uh, for this last year, social media has its advantages and disadvantages, right? So, and the reason I bring this up, because I don't know if you saw this this week, but Katy Perry has come out on, you know, basically on her Twitter page. She hasn't had, she didn't have any nice things to say about social media. And I was always taught when I was a kid, if you didn't have anything nice to say, you wouldn't say anything at all, right? That was the old way. Apparently that's not the new way. Everybody's got to have this little bit of a rant, but she said, this is interesting. Social media is trash. She said, provided no further context. So you're going to come out with something like that and just kind of not do anything. She intensified her rant in a follow-up tweet, which she posted the decline of human civilization and ended her remark with hashtag, I said what I said. So she had to, you know, bring it up to the, to the year 2021 with the hashtags and the other, the other nonsense about social media. But it's funny she she complained about social media on social media. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just thinking about, she said it was trash, but, it, you know, I think people will, will agree that there's a lot of social media that is trash. 
but there is some good of it. I mean, the fact that you can maybe keep in touch with a friend and you can, uh, you know, family and, and, and different kinds of things and see where they stand on it, as long as you're not seeing political ads, you know, whatever. But Katy Perry coming out and saying social media is trash and just kind of, that's it. That's all. I said what I said. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I thank you. I completely understand why someone feels the need to be able to knock somebody else down for whatever reason, even if it's somebody that uh, is just a sour person, that all they have to do or say is something that is negative. Um, you know, I'm, I'm okay with allowing somebody to say those things. Um, I don't ever feel the need to respond unless it's somebody that uh, is a loved one that I feel like, hey, you know, we need to talk this out or, you know, what's going on. Uh, let's have a conversation that makes sense rather than you just uh, spewing. So the idea that uh, there are a lot of people that have taken or use social media to just be able to say, you know, I've decided I don't like this person. I'm going to say something so nasty that uh, it will trash them. And there will other people get on board and say, you know, maybe he's right and won't ever bother to. And it goes right back to what we started with. No one really communicates with one another and is transparent enough to be able to just say, you know, this is what's going on. This is why I feel this way. It may not be what everyone else thinks, but... It is what I feel right now, and I've always been that kind of person where if I had an opinion about somebody and someone else came along and said, you know, I don't feel the same way, and it's because of this reason or that reason, most of the time, it would at least give me a different perspective to be able to say, you know, you might be right. Yeah, I, I think I, having the conversations and talking it through is certainly a way to do it, and this social media and the, and the nastiness that goes on and the constant stuff, I always like to say, Maverick, if I wanted to hear from an a-hole, I would have farted. That's kind of the way it is, right? I mean, shut your mouth, right? Well, how's that? Day? You know, and then, of course, SMH, right? You know, you just have to. So it, it, I, I don't understand any of it. I, I don't know why people have to be mean. And I, I watch um, people's feeds, like um, uh, women in particular who are, in the sports uh, realm and have their Twitter feeds and, and you know, they post something and people are just so nasty to them. Like, Oh, well you gain weight or you did that. Like who the hell were they? Like you're sitting in, in your, in your mother's basement and you know, you're, 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 you're typing and, and you're criticizing someone who's talented and, uh, and whatever. Cause they gained a few pounds. Like I just find that interesting. It, it I would, I don't know why you would ever want to say something nasty to somebody who is, you know, better than you. Let's be honest. Well, the problem is, is the other people that read these things that give credence to it. So uh, that's the biggest problem is when someone starts piling on or just decides that, you know, I, I can be just as nasty as they can. And, uh, you know, we're going to form our own coalition of nastiness to, yeah. to, to be out there because, good God, we're dealing with enough of that. I know. With all the other things we have to deal with on a regular basis, uh, yet alone somebody who just decides that, you know, I'm just a bitter person. We might be curmudgeons, Lenny, yes. but I, I'm not a bitter person. No, I'm, and that I don't, and I don't feel any anger toward anyone. No, and that's kind of the thing. I'll get, I get angry on this podcast about certain things. I get it off my chest. I talk about it. Now I forgot about it. I got to be honest. It's like what am I? It's like the old honeymooners episode. Pins and needles, needles and pins. 
It's a happy man who grins. And what? And then you figure out, you smile, what am I so mad about? And then Norton will say, the landlord just raised the rent $5. But that's another story. <laughs> for, 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 <laughs> that is kind of the stuff I remember, uh, and it's, uh, it's great. Now, now, Maverick, you, you know, I want to – uh, promote your stuff too but remember you can like lens burning bush on facebook at lens burning bush you can like it on twitter uh we are now here's the thing there's also a youtube channel now where I, I post the audio up to youtube as well so there's so many ways to get this show now we we are in um so itunes spotify google play podbean iHeartRadio, tune in right uh you can even ask alexa to play Lens Burning Bush podcast. And then we are uh, we have Stitcher and some others I have no idea. So I got to be honest, it's there there it's all over the place. If you Google Lens Burning Bush, you'll find many ways to listen to it. Um, so we are all over the place. We've actually had some some loyal um, followers and loyal listeners in the UK. So I always like to uh, raise a glass cheers to to my friends in in the UK. Uh, also, we've had Ireland, Germany, and all over the place. And again, I have no idea why, but it, 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 it's kind of uh, the way. But uh, we, we've been in several countries, and it's it's fun doing this. I love catching up with you. And why don't you uh, give your uh, how they can listen, not just in the traditional radio way, but I'm sure you can get it other ways, right? Uh, yeah, you can stream it at, uh, well, you'll find it at I Love Classic, I Love Classic Country.com. I keep confusing it with the, uh, the Facebook page, which is at I Love Cla uh, Classic Country. But um, it's uh, I Love Classic Country.com. You just click on the play button and you'll hear it 24 uh, 7. Wow. That is, that is great. And make sure you listen to Maverick. I also want to uh, not uh, just go unnoticed. I wanted to wish Paula. A happy birthday, her 29th oh. birthday. Uh, congratulations on that. Uh, that was, a, and Susan's birthday uh, is also uh, a couple of days from now. So, uh, happy birthday to my wife Susan on this as well. As we, uh, we met, did Rob Cradle. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rob in the cradle. Love it. Love it. Love it. Maverick, I, I could do this all day with you. Uh, we have so much fun all the time. Will you please come back again, uh, and we oh, can sure. do this again because this is this makes me, you know, happy. You know. Why, why not be happy instead of miserable, right? We have enough. We have enough. I always like to say kids are rushing to get older. You have enough time to be miserable. Enjoy right now. <laughs> All right. I'll come back, Len. Thank I, you. I appreciate it. Well, thanks, Maverick. Uh, for uh, Thanks to you, the listener. Uh, we'll be back again. I'm Len Harvey, back again with another episode of Len's Burning Bush next week. So long.